We exist to help all people become fully devoted followers of Jesus. If you're part of our church, you'll know that there are five key areas that are fundamental to who we are. Let's talk about extravagant generosity. We give sacrificially on a personal and corporate level to advance the mission of God locally and around the world. This includes our time, our talents, and our treasure. As a people, we recognize the gifts we've received through the extravagant generosity of God. And as a result, we give extravagantly to others. We pray that generosity would become a lifestyle for everyone who attends CA Church. And we pray that we would see our personal and corporate generosity increase each year in order to meet the growing practical needs of those in our local community and around the world. We pray that with God's help, we can eliminate our building debt so that we can strategically advance the mission of our church and accomplish all that God has placed in our hearts to do. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thanks for worshiping with us today. Mark's my name. I'm one of the pastors here, and I'm honored and uh, privileged to really have you join with us. Let's pause today and pray together. Lord, thank you for this day the many places we could be at and all kinds of things going on in our lives. We've chosen to be here because we're here. We want to hear from you. We want to also thank you for this building and for the building we're going to dedicate in just a few moments. We pray that you would be glorified, but your people gather together with great joy and say thank you to the triune God who has helped us do this. And now we pray that you would speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you noticed that there's very little Thanksgiving happening during Thanksgiving weekends? Yes, we change a few things in our services and those kind of things. But really, it seems more like football and eating and shopping and cooking and entertaining and doing all these good family things. But very little Thanksgiving to God. I think this is easily turned around if we simply follow the direction that Scripture gives us as it speaks about being a thankful person and learning to choose to be great, grateful for all that God has done for us. Today, I want to take a few minutes and talk to you about four ways to give thanks to God, four ways to build thankfulness in our lives that we can become the type of people God wants to bless. Just to make sure we're on the same page, please remember that Thanksgiving is a choice and can be done during all kinds of good or bad circumstances because it is a choice. Being thankful is a commandment that God has given to each of us. So let's look at a few Bible texts that underline our choosing to be grateful and how to do that. Number one, the first choice is that we become more thankful when we sing to God. Proverbs, or sorry, Psalm verses 147, verses 1 to 7. Praise the Lord. How good it is to sing praise to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise Him. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles together. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up their wounds. He determines the number of stars in the sky and calls them each by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limit. The Lord sustains the humble, but casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with great praise. Make music to the God on a harp. Nothing tunes us into God's presence or moves us more like singing and music. We're called by some theologians a singing religion, but some of us don't realize the importance of that music. Some say, ah, I don't really sing. I, I, I can't. I can only play the radio. 
The Bible says make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Everyone can do that. Puppy dogs do that when they're eating. They make joyful noise. So thanksgiving is not about talent. It is about our hearts filled with gratitude and thanksgiving to God for all the things that you've done for us. And sometimes that breaks open into singing. Psalm 100, shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is good. It is he who has made us. We are his sheep people, the sheep of his pasture. We enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to the Lord and praise his name for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Psalm 95, come let us sing to the Lord. Sing with joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. Music, and particularly singing, changes us and reveals our heart's cry to know and follow and trust and love God much, much more. The truth is, we cannot be healthy Christians on messages alone. Expressing faith and learning our faith is accomplished through a balance of music and teaching. A Christian psychologist stated there is an important correlation between depression and the lack of emotional expression. Simply put, singing like, is like vitamins for us as Christians. Many of us listen to Christian music and sing along a little bit, and it, we get our, our souls and spirit lifted and restored. That's why God has made us this way. So if you feel tired or grumpy, sing. Tell God that you love him and believe him and declare that he is God and he is good, and it is a privilege to follow him. Sing. The second way we become a person of thanksgiving is to pray to God. Psalm 105, verses 1 and 2. Give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known among the nations all that he has done. Sing to him. Sing praise to him. Tell of all of his, of his wonderful acts. We need to choose to pray with thanksgiving and not just to be a person that asks God for things. If, our, if all, the only thing our kids ever did was ask us for stuff and never say thank you, how would you and I feel? Well, how do you think God feels? Sometimes God is overwhelmed with the number of things that he's, he's asking or we're asking of him. Mothers, tell us at least the main question that many times you say to your children when someone does nice to you or to them. It's what? What do you say? That's right, I get it. And the answer that you're looking for is thank you. None of us want to parent kids that, want, that are thankless. We want our children to be thankful to, to other people, to you and me and God. Saying thank you is a great way to start on personal prayer because that's what we need to do when we pray is thank God. Thank God is a, thanking God is a choice that is, is never contingent whether I'm happy of soul or in fact, if my circumstances and emotions are good or bad. It should never curtail us being people of thanksgiving to God. Philippians chapter 4, starting in verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love that phrase that says in there, beyond our comprehension. There's something about singing that is in a totally different realm and place in the world. And it tunes our hearts to sing his praise. Amen. 
The third way to express thanksgiving to God is to give thanks to God. The Bible says that thanks and giving go together, thanksgiving. They're inseparable for us as Christians. Genuine Christ followers celebrate God's goodness and greatness and generosity. That is the good work of why we are the gener people of generosity. Because God is a generous God and he wants us to give generously to others like he does. Paul wrote to the church in Corinth and gave them some guidelines on how to give correctly. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly, not under compulsion, there's no gun to your head, for God loves a cheerful giver. That's a choice, by the way. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all times, in all things and in all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. You have been enriched in every way so that you can be generous in every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. The fourth building block to becoming a thankful person is to uh, share a testimony about what God has done for others. Stories of God stories, we call them on our staff, telling others what God has done to you or to your friends. God calls us to tell others what he has done, and in doing that, at least three things change within us. First, telling others uh, what, you, what God has done helps us remember his goodness and his grace to us. I have an unusually amazing ability to forget. I forget birthdays, I forget anniversaries and meetings, I forget telling other, uh, uh, others and bolstering good memories to them. We forget. God wants us to remember, and one of the best ways we can remember to relive those stories is to tell what God did, to show God's goodness back into the future. Deuteronomy chapter four, verse nine. Only be careful careful and watch yourselves closely so that you do not forget the things your eyes have seen or let them slip away from your heart. That's where stories go. As long as you live, teach them your children and teach them also to your children after that. For instance, I tell others the story of my friend David, who God touched his body when he, everyone thought, medical people, people thought he was dead and he wasn't. When I got to the, hosp uh, the hospital, we prayed and we wished and we cried, but we thought he was dead and God touched him. He was gracious, he was kind, he was great. And I talk to that more, talk about David's recovery more than I have about many other things these days. It's one of those great stories that I love telling. Secondly, telling a testimony or a story, a God story, helps remind us who's in control. Romans 8, 28, and we know that in all things, God works for our good, for those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. God often turns what seems to be terrible into something that we later can thank him for. God is in control, he's sovereign, he is great, and he is good. And that's why we pray, and that's why we get excited about God in our hearts, because he speaks that way. Thirdly, telling others what God has done for us is simply his will. He has asked us to do this. He's asked us to be thankful. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, not for all circumstances, in. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Let me talk to each of you. I conclude this by saying I remind you that Jesus gave us the perfect example of being thankful in a difficult situation. He faced dying on the cross for you and I. He was grateful even in that to his heavenly father.
Jesus asks us to remember him and be thankful for his sacrifice on the cross for us. One of the great examples of choosing gratitude was what we call the communion table. Some call this the Eucharist, which is the Greek term eucharistio, for give, to give thanks. It means to need to give God thanks. Remember the drama in the Last Supper. Jesus was with his disciples. Some of the disciples were fighting with each other and that whole thing was going on. And The drama of Judas declaring, being declared or called out. Jesus was with his disciples and he turned the Passover meal into a play, something that was completed in his own life and ministry. He said to them, from now on, remember what I did for you. Remember and be thankful. You see, the bread represents Jesus' broken body that was broken for us as sacrificial lamb of God who takes away all of our sin. And when we eat of that, we eat of the sacrifice that Jesus gave us. The juice and wine represents Jesus' blood that was shed for our forgiveness of sin. And so that uh, we can have eternal life because of his death and resurrection. Now we do communion once a month in our, in our uh, churches uh, as, as a time when we remember. We remember what Jesus did for us. We remember our love for each other. In fact, it pulls us back as a, as a community of faith. If there's people we need to apologize to, we need to go to them. There's all kinds of reasons to be in communion here. You know, I, I understand uh, for some, you're af afraid a little bit, and we pray that uh, things will be uh, better for you and it'll be safer for you and that you'll be back and with us. We, we miss you. But if you can't, don't feel badly about it. You can serve yourself communion, and we hope you would do that today. Okay, we, we love you and miss you and hope to see you soon. Lord bless you. Bye-bye.